and welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a safe space for women struggling with an unexpected and unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, and I too have been where you are. It was a crushing time in my life, and to help me cope, I kept a journal. In this podcast, I cracked that journal open to share with you those raw, emotional, and sometimes pretty embarrassing entries. I take you with me on a deep dive, analyzing my thoughts and feelings now that I have some perspective. My mission is to share with you some of the pitfalls that extended my journey to healing and to offer support, validation, tips, and tools to help you push past the heavy pages of your own journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. Thank you all for joining me today. Here we all are on episode 11. Wow, 11 already. So I guess that would mean journal entry 10. Actually, I think it's journal entry 9 because my first episode was just sharing about who I am and a little bit of backstory. Hopefully you guys have already listened to that one. And if not, I encourage you to do so, so you can learn a little bit more about what makes me tick. So let's get into this week's journal entry, which will be for Friday, March 26. And let me just say that they are not, I read them in order, but I didn't journal every single day. So there will be some gaps. And look, like on this one, the last time I wrote was on a Tuesday. So, wow, there was quite a few days in between. But let's get to what I had to say. Hopefully this entry covers what was missing or what happened those past few days. Uh, I also wanted to mention that I'm reading these journal entries again with you guys right now. I don't read them before I do the podcast because I want you to have my full and honest reaction. Of course, I have read these entries in the past, but it's probably been a good two or three years since I've read them at least. And uh, so you're getting a pretty fresh take on what I'm reading. Okay, with that out of the way, let's get to it. Friday, March 26. Okay, well, you guessed it. He did not show up. I have been preparing myself for that. I hoped he would go, yes, but I felt that he would not. And well, I was right. I did get a lot from the session, though. The therapist talked to me a lot and we worked some things out. He made some really good points and explained why I feel like a big nothing right now. It's because I gave myself up to this marriage and lost myself. And now I need to work on finding myself. He also mentioned that Guy has a lot of hurt and anger inside. And these are things that will not just go away. He needs to do something to help himself along like therapy. Okay, so I feel like shit again. I feel sad and like I need to understand that this is over. I need to get it through my head. I need to stop listening to other people like his mom, that tells me that he still wants us. Okay, me. The actions speak louder than words, right? Well, he did not show up. And to be fair, he never said he would. And he only really said that he would go to the retreat. But if he wanted to work on this, he would have been there. And he was not. What does that tell me? It tells me that he is very confused or he knows it's over and just gave me hope because I asked him for it. 
I realized that I did put him on the spot on that Tuesday, but he did it to himself on Wednesday by reaching out to me, but I really cannot do this anymore. I can't afford to hope. It does nothing but give me more pain. Last night, I went over, and he saw me looking good, and I acted so cool and calm. I did not ask him why he did not go, and I was nice. Then he reached for me to hug me and kiss me, and before I left, he did it again. What does that mean? What does that mean when he does not go to therapy but reaches out to hold me? I can't ask, because that would be me pushing, and he does not say. So I sit in this limbo. The therapist says that I need to find myself during this time, that I can do two things, either make the decision myself, the only one I can make, and that is to end it all now and get a divorce, or I can just wait and be patient and take this time to work on myself. Get back to the Josie I knew and liked, not this wimpy, stupid, fat, ugly one. He says I am degrading myself by chasing my husband. I have a hard time seeing it that way, but I do see that I push too much. I so want an answer to why Guy is doing this to me. Maybe he does not even know, so he does not tell me, but he is not doing anything to figure it out himself. Or if he is, I'm not seeing it. His mom says that he did not throw away his family, but what other word would you call what he is doing to me? I may see him again tonight because I am going out and I was going to stop by the house to get some toys for our son. I was thinking last night that I will stand outside the door and not go in the house. That if he tries to hug me, I will tell him, nope, sorry, I do not think we should hug or kiss anymore. I read too much into it and it seems like I need to stay focused on getting over you like you seem to have gotten over me. I can't let him touch me anymore. I just... It just confuses me more. He's going to need to tell me what he wants in words, and he's going to have to make it, and he's going to have to make the move to save us. I'm tired of trying. I just end up more hurt, more confused, and more sad. I need to stop it. I need to. I do not know any other way than to get away from him as much as I can. If I had not offered to see him tonight, I would not even go there. But there it is. Okay, well, I still feel like shit, but I have to go. So, later. All righty. All right. Well, if anybody was on pins and needle, waiting to find out if he went to therapy, now you know. Zero. He did not show up to therapy. He didn't go. He could have went. He could have gone. We could have sat there. And had some discussion, but he didn't go. And you know what? I was sad. I was disappointed. But I'm okay with it. Well, I say I'm okay with it now. But you know what? It worked out for the best because the therapist, which I will call Dr. D, turned out to be such an important person in my life. And he met Guy once. So he had a little bit of a frame of reference on who my ex was. Not anything super but enough that whenever we would discuss, he had some frame of reference to go back to, but he turned into my therapist. He wasn't our therapist. He didn't have to juggle both of our feelings and whatever. He was mine and he could help me and he helped me for so many years in the future that I'm glad that I could claim him as my therapist and not somebody that I had to share with my ex. So there's that and... In that aspect, it's okay that he didn't show up. And 
I guess when you look back at my other entries and I'm like, I'm going to assume he's not, I'm going to assume he's not. I knew deep down that he wasn't going to. It's unfortunate, but I know that he was not ready to confront all of his demons. Like the therapist said, he was really hurt. He has, he was broken. And I, I mentioned this earlier in other episodes that he had a lot of trauma growing up in his life. He went through a lot of ugly stuff and it, he never dealt with it. He never dealt with it and it was there and that really shapes a person. It really does. And that is ultimately what was wrong with him. And I don't think that if he would have married anybody else that it would have worked out just because of those issues that he needed to fix. And obviously, looking back, I know that I couldn't have fixed them for him. There's nothing I could have done besides drag him to therapy, force him to therapy, which is impossible to do, and have him work be willing to work through his issues with the therapist. Besides that, no matter if I lost weight, if I did everything that he asked me to do, if I was the most pleasing, submissive, even sexually free person that he wanted me to be, it would not have worked out because the problem was inside him. The problem was inside him. Maybe all of these other things that he wanted from me were ways for him to see if if it would fix what was wrong with him. And it wouldn't because I could not fix him. He was going to have to fix himself. So I would have done all these things and damaged myself more, specifically when we go back to the whole, you know, being willing to be a swinger or, or threesomes or any of that stuff. I would have damaged myself, possibly irreparably, for him to see if that fixes what was wrong with him. And it wouldn't have. So... I'm glad that I did not ever do that. I'm so glad that I, I'm so glad that I didn't do that. I'm glad that I had, you know, this may come up later, but my therapist was like asking me about my moral compass. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know that I have a more, I mean, I know I do, but I don't know like where the line is or, or anything like that. And obviously I did know where the line was and I stuck to my line. So again, I'm happy about that. So back to the journal entry, what else did I see? Well, it seems like uh, it was Friday and he didn't show up on Wednesday. So the therapy session definitely boosted me for a good few days. Um, I did say that I saw him and that he was, of course, touchy-feely. And, you know, when I look back on it now, touchy-feely does not equal I love you and I want to get back to you. Touchy-feely equals I want to be touchy-feely because you know, you're a woman and I'm a guy and I'm horny or whatever, and you're available and I'll go as far as you let me go since you're technically my wife and I can, you know, easy pickings maybe, but it didn't equal, I want to get back with you. I love you. Uh, sure. Maybe there's an, I miss you there because it's natural to miss somebody that you've been with for, you know, eight, nine years but it doesn't, again, equate to, hey, I'm hugging you, I'm kissing you, I want to get back together with you. Those do not equal the same thing. And for my confused head, every time he touched me, I was like, what does that mean? Every time he hugged me, oh, what does that mean? I was reading too much into it, which is normal, but that is, again, why distance is key in these situations. I'm going to drum it into everybody's head, including my 
head of my past. Distance is the key. Staying away so that you can work on yourself, focus on your self, realize what needs to be done, what you need to do for yourself, and not have all that confusion of those mixed signals getting in your head. So where the therapist said that I was disgracing myself, is that right? I got to look at the word again. Yes. He said I was degrading myself by chasing after my husband. And I didn't really agree to that because he's your husband, the father of your child, someone you've spent years with. I know that I did say, if you can't put pride aside to fix your relationship, I mean, then shame on you. So I chased him. I probably begged him to try and work things out. I don't regret that. You know why? Because I was willing to do anything to save my marriage. This is my husband. This isn't some random guy that I just bumped into on the street and think he's cute and now, oh, date me, date me. No, this was my husband, the father of my child, a person that I loved, a person that I have been with and shared so many things with. So am I chasing? Am I degrading myself? No, I don't think so. But there is a point when you have to realize that's enough. It's not happening. It's not going to happen you need to just, okay, it's over. You need to get it through your thick head. But I don't agree that you don't do as much as you can, not crossing your own moral compass or, you know, don't go and do something that you just, that you, that will hurt you more than ending the relationship to try and get the relationship back. Don't do that. But if you're willing to, to I mean, beg, if you're willing to beg, if you're willing to, if you're willing to humiliate yourself by saying, hey, I want you back, please come back to me. I don't think that's a humiliation. I think that's you just being as raw and as open and as real as you can. And then when it's all over, you can say, I did everything I possibly can. I can say today that I did everything I possibly could to keep that relationship going within my moral compass. And so I don't have guilt. I don't look back and say, shoot, I wish I would have done this different. I don't because I know that I did everything I could. And of course, after therapy, which I love therapy, I recommend that everyone go to therapy. I understand that I couldn't have fixed this marriage on my own. It was going to take a lot of work from both of us but he was going to have to put in a lot of work on his own and he was not mentally at a place to be willing to do that. He wasn't willing to do that. So no matter what I did, it was just not going to happen. And also we see where the therapist is telling me, focus on you, focus on yourself, get yourself, love yourself again, value yourself again, build yourself up again. You don't need to Bring him down, as in bring the ex down. You don't need, you don't need, he doesn't need to be a factor. He is not a factor in you building yourself up. You focus on you, focus on your child, focus on bettering yourself in any and all ways that you can. 
And that's, that, that gives you so much amazing strength to get through everything else. And it's true. Once you value yourself, once you love yourself, once you know your worth, it's hard for someone to knock you down because you're like, dude, I know, I know what I'm worth. If you don't see it, okay, fine. But it doesn't mean it's not there. It doesn't mean it's real. And it doesn't mean that I don't deserve it. So if you can't give it or you don't recognize it, then you are not the person for me because I know it and I recognize it and I will not settle for anything less. So on that note, I hope that you got something out of this episode. Maybe you are struggling with letting go. Maybe you're struggling with trying to fix something and the other person is just not willing to and you just realize, you know what, it's true. If if both of us aren't in it, it doesn't matter if I'm in it 150%. It's not going to happen. You can't pull them along with you. It's just impossible. And with that, we'll be wrapping up this week's episode. As always, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to listen to my podcast. I know you have many other options to choose from. If you would like to join a community of women to discuss further details of the episodes and to reach out to me, you can find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. If you just want to drop me a quick note, you can do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast and haven't done so yet, I would appreciate if you would rate subscribe, and maybe share with others. And please remember that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. I'll see you next week.